Welcome in Wednesday live chat for the President's Cup. That's right. New little format. I guess it's not new, but DraftKings only pulls it out uh, every so often. Captain mode. So you choose a captain, fill out the rest of your lineup. That captain's going to cost you 1.5x, going to earn you 1.5x, but we'll get into all that. This this time is yours. Questions and answers hopefully coming in in the chat right now. I saw a handful of them rolling in. And if you are watching this live, uh, the pairings are going to be coming out for Thursday in one hour. So that's 4 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. The pairings are going to be coming out. I think you can watch it on Golf Channel. And those pairings uh, for Thursday should really impact the way that you choose to bet this and the way that you choose to play fantasy. But Rick, why didn't you just delay this until after the pairings come out? I got commitments. Uh, I got other things I got that, I've, that I've committed to. I can't just move this an hour. This is this is the slot, the slot for it on Wednesdays. But uh, hopefully all the things that you've heard all week long and all the things that we're going to talk about here are going to be uh, able to get you prepared no matter what those pairings look like. Dave, welcome, says international for captain's pick and then five Americans or five Americans, including the captain's pick and one international. It's a good question. Uh, going with one with the captain being an international player. This is uh, my website, rickrungood.com. I've loaded in the president's cup field, all that fun stuff. If you go with a, an international captain, it gives you the opportunity to get five really, really solid uh, Americans. Uh, because, like, for example, if you decided that you wanted to go with Tom Kim as your captain, which I think is a pretty darn good captain, assuming he is going out on, on Thursday, um, you could then get probably two of the big boys, whether that's Cantlay, Xander, JT, um, and then work your way out from there, right? It's all about it's all about opportunity. It's all about it's also kind of about the way that these pairings are going to come out. So unfortunately, if you if you have Tom Kim as your captain and you were targeting Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shawfley, and they end up playing against each other, for example, let's say it's Tom Kim, Sung JM versus Xander and Patrick on Thursday, probably gonna have to pivot to something different. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. But I, I like the idea of an international captain, because it's a little bit easier to identify who's going to play a lot and then stack the Americans would probably be the way to do this. Evan says, uh, are we thinking JT and Spieth for four sessions? Please say yes. I, I think it's logical, right? These guys have played together a ton. I believe they're two and two in um, in foursomes. That's alternate shot, which is a very valuable format. It's what they're going to be playing on Thursday morning. So I imagine they're going to get them out there early and often. There's a lot of natural pairings for the Americans. They don't have to. They don't have to stay with it, right? the The U.S. team has the luxury of not committing themselves two pairings because there's so many great guys on this team and they can all kind of fit together in their own little ways. But yeah, Scotty, or excuse me, uh, Xander and Cantlay, Spieth and JT. It's just like, it's going to happen. It's, it's just going to happen. Hey Rick, what was the optimal lineup uh, at the Ryder cup? So I was actually just pulling this. I don't have it handy. I'll have to dig through my files, but I'll, I'll try to tweet it out. So I believe it was DJ Morikawa, stacks 
I think it had Rom and Sergio. Because if I remember correctly, Morikawa was not that expensive. Sergio was not that expensive. So I think you could make this happen. And then two other Americans. I can't remember who they were. Um, but they did employ uh, kind of that stacking. I think Xander and Cantlay played together all but one session. Cantlay got a um, Cantlay got a rest. I think Xander might have gotten a rest as well. But it, it is generally speaking, if you can find that team that's going to go on a run, because remember when these guys play together as teammates, doesn't matter how much each of them contributes. They're both getting the same number of fantasy points, no matter what the outcome of that match is. So if Xander carries Patrick Cantlay, it doesn't matter. They're both going to get the same number of points because they played together. Um, how many golfers on each team will play all five matches? Extra credit if you can name the golfers. Okay, so I did a little bit of research here. So for President's Cups and Ryder Cups, so I went back six events. The U.S. has historically not asked as many golfers to play all five sessions. Uh, it's happened 17 times on the American side in the last six events. The Europeans slash internationals have done it 24 times times. So seven more times in six matches has someone played all five. It's much more common on the international side of things. Let me pull up. Um, I'm just going to pull up the teams here so we can look at it together. Give you a little bit of a, of a visual. Give me one second here. So I've, I'm certainly on record for who I think is, is most likely to play all five on both sides. All right, here we go. So I believe uh, on the U.S. side, Justin Thomas and Xander Shoffley are the two most likely to play five matches. I think because you always kind of have some lingering back concerns with Patrick Cantlay, um, he might get a rest session. He might not play both on Saturday unless this thing is very much up in the air. And then, of course, if the Americans do jump out to a very hot start and, and just run away with this thing. There's a chance nobody plays five sessions, right? There's a chance that they start working in Billy Horschel and Kevin Kisner a little bit more. So I think JT and Xander are the two like tier one guys that are going to play likely to play five matches right below that. Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, Jordan speed. Scotty Scheffler's number one player in the world. I think he's just such a nice guy though. And he doesn't have a supernatural pairing outside of Sam Burns, who also kind of has to share Billy Horschel that, it's just like, I think Scotty could just play three or four or probably, probably four. Four is the line. I think for, for Scotty can't lay has a natural partner. He plays a lot. As long as he's feeling healthy, I could see him playing all five and then speed. Same thing. Kind of just plenty of experience has a solid partner in Justin Thomas. So those are the next tier. Then after that, I think it's, uh, I think it's the hot hand, right? Who gets hot is if, is it going to be Morikawa and Max Homa? Like I love those two. Right. I'm hoping those guys go out together on Thursday, play, get hot and play all five. I don't know if it's possible, but I think they're in that third tier. The international side is a little bit more up in the air. Um, I'm almost certain Sung JM plays five sessions. There's <laughs> I think there's a little scenario in which he doesn't. Right. He's he's probably the best player, best informed player. He already plays a lot. Captain Immelman loves him. He's got a ton of great. You could put him with anybody. I think Sung JM is almost certainly going to play five sessions. Hideki's the next most likely, um, along with Adam Scott. Adam Scott has played 44 or 45 possible sessions in his last nine president's cups. 
you're going to ask those guys to 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 be relied on. So Sungjae Hideki, Adam Scott, that's tier one. Corey Connors probably in tier two by himself. And then I think the wild cards are Tom Kim and Taylor Pendrith. Pendrith could go out with Corey Connors on Thursday. And again, if they get hot, if they play well, I could see Pendrith playing a ton. Tom Kim can play with anybody. I've said this five times this week. I'll say it one more time here on Wednesday. We had Trevor Immelman on the first cut two weeks ago. Could not have sang the praises of Tom Kim anymore. Not only is he awesome, not only does he play great golf, not only is he 20 years old and will have no problem playing five matches, he's acting as translator. So you could see him paired with Sungjae, with Siwoo, with KH Lee, or with literally anyone, right? So he's got a ton of great paths to playing a lot of golf. So um, those are the ones that I'd be super excited about. There's a follow-up question here from Andy. Probably won't be five Americans who play all five matches. No. I, I mean, the, the Americans have never. The Americans have never had five guys play all five matches. Um, in the 2021 Ryder Cup, they had one guy do it. It was Dustin Johnson. In the 2019 Presidents Cup, four guys played all five matches. Uh, in the 2018 Ryder Cup, it was three guys. 2017 Presidents Cup, four guys, two guys, and three guys. So you're probably like that. Two to four guys are going to play five matches for the Americans. On the international side um, or the European side. So in the, the, the Ryder Cup in 2021, two guys, it was Rahm and Victor, played all five matches. The 2019 President's Cup, five international players played all five sessions. Same thing happened in 2017. So the last two President's Cups, there have been five international golfers in each that played all five matches. They're, they they just have to, right? They stick with their stars, and then they try to find a hot hand. So in this scenario, I think it's likely Hideki, Sungjae, Corey Connors, Adam Scott. Those are the four that I think are most likely to play all five, and I think Tom Kim finds, finds a way to get somewhere close to that. Uh, Eli asks about my official pairing predictions. So he's got these initials broken out here. So I, I, I emailed this out. So I have a newsletter, um, that I send out every single week and it's called the run good rundown. You can go to, um, I mean, there's a link in the description. You can sign up for it on the homepage of rickrungood.com. These are my predictions. Uh, can't Xander, JT, Jordan Spieth, Colin Moore, Cal, Max Homa, Scotty Scheffler, Tony Finau, Sam Burns and Billy Horschel, Kevin Kistner and Cam Young. That's the way that I would do it. Um, I'm pretty indifferent on the final four here. Scheffler, Tony Finau, Kevin Kisner, Cam Young. Um, I, I I could put those in, in any different order. I could go Cam Young, Tony Finau, and then Scotty Scheffler, Kevin Kisner. That's fine. I think that as much as Scotty and Sam Burns probably want to play together, I would rock Burns and Horschel. They've played alternate shots together. They played well at the Zurich this year, and that opens you up to do a... Colin Morikawa, Max Homa thing, which I love. On the international side, I'd go Sungjae and Tom Kim, Adam Scott and Cam Davis, Corey Connors and Taylor Pendrith, Hideki Matsuyama and Siwoo Kim, Mito Pereira and Sebastian Munoz, Christian Bezayton Houghton and KH Lee. That's what I would do. We'll see. And that's not to say they're always going to play with these guys, but um, that's the way that I would kind of put all these guys together. Tom Kim, five points, 100 to one. It's not bad, actually. Is it a good idea to stack pairings for ultimate upside and DraftKings, et cetera, take Pendrith and Connors? In theory, yes. In theory, the more stacking you do, and if you find the pairings 
that are going to be the best pairings, that's that's the way to go about doing it. Um, and then also just kind of not necessarily stacking pairings, but like five Americans, at least four Americans is probably is probably the path to um to something optimal, to something very high upside. What's the strategy for partners once we know them? We assume JT and Spieth play three days together. Can't you just use Spieth? Uh, yeah. So this is kind of the other way, right? So Daniel says, okay, I'm, I'm getting access to Justin Thomas by going through Jordan Spieth. And that's fine. So you could choose. I think if you're only going to play one, you've got to play the cheaper one, right? And then hope that um, Sunday, sing Sunday singles, most Americans are going to be the favorites, right? You know, you look at these, you look at these matchups. So the idea being Dan Daniel, uh, talking about a, a, a strategy saying, okay, I get Justin Thomas by proxy for $2,600 cheaper by accessing Jordan Spieth. Then Jordan Spieth's going to be a favorite on Sunday over basically anybody on the international team in Sunday singles. Shouldn't I just do that? Yes, if you're only going to play one of the partners, play the cheaper partner, especially on the American side. That might not hold so true on the international side because, you know, I don't know what the odds are actually going to be, but there would be a big difference between if you knew Sung JM and KH Lee were going to play together, for example, or Siwoo Kim were going to play together. Sung Jae would be a much better guy on Sunday singles than Siwoo would be. Right. So it, that doesn't necessarily hold as true on the international side, but on the American side, if you're only going to play one of the partners, play the cheaper one. What do you think about the fact that Sung Jay and Munoz could be playing together? They've practiced multiple times and beat the Canadians in nine holes yesterday. Does this boost Munoz stock? So, yes. And it's a kind of a blanket statement because I think um, whoever gets Sung Jay on Thursday to play with him. And whoever gets to play with Scotty Scheffler, for example, on Thursday gets a huge boost. We don't know who they're going to be yet. And I think those are two guys that are likely to play a lot who do not have a natural partner. So whoever Sungjae gets, maybe it's Bezadenhout, right? Maybe Captain Immelman says, I got a, I got a South African here who can put the lights out and it gets along really well with Sungjae and I'm going to roll him out there. He would get instantly a huge boost. Um, Scotty Scheffler, you know, if it's Sam Burns, massive boost out of the gate. If it's freaking Kevin Kisner, Kisner's going to get an increase in value, right? So I just think that, yes, when we get these pairings, if you're watching live in 45 minutes, um, the guys who are playing and playing with five session golfers get a huge boost. If I pair two golfers who are paired together, so, okay, would it be wise to make one of them a captain? Well, it would make you different. Uh, let's think about why, why other reasons that would be wise. It would help differentiate you. It would, it would give you one of them specifically to root for over the other if only one of them were going to win Sunday singles. Um it might so so let's go back to our Jordan Spieth Justin Thomas example. So Jordan Spieth way less than Justin Thomas. If you or twenty six hundred dollars less. If you capped in Jordan Spieth, okay. Let's pull up the cheat sheet here. So you could captain Jordan Spieth for ten thousand five hundred and play Justin Thomas for ninety six. That would be like your two ten k guys. 
I'm fine with that. And then you'd have to figure out ways to get create. You'd probably have to get a couple of international players on your team because um, you've already spent nearly $20,000 or $20,000 on, on your first two guys in. So you'd probably have to get some international guys. But then if you circle back and get a couple more Americans at the end, that wouldn't be so bad. So yeah, I would say the idea is probably captain the cheaper guy, right? Is there a scenario in which you'd benefit from captaining Cantlay and play playing both Cantlay and Xander and captaining Cantlay? Is there, well, I guess that's not a big enough difference. Um, let's say, let's say we get a Burns and a Horschel pairing, right? You could get Horschel for 5,800 times 1.5 and Sam Burns out of the gate. That would be pretty interesting. But what would ever be the benefit of captaining Burns, assuming you get one session of Burns and Scheffler? That's what I think the problem with Billy Horschel is. I think the problem with, I think we're going to get one Scheffler-Burns session. I think that's going to happen. Those guys, they're, they're too good. They like each other too much. I don't, I, I, that, the problem with captaining Horschel is that you just, I don't think there's a path to him playing like four or five times. I just don't think that's possible. Uh, any concerns with Tom Kim lack of distance? No, uh, not particularly. There's a question about the, uh, putting surfaces. So let me pull this up on the cheat sheet here. So this is, uh, champions Bermuda. So hold on. Let me pull up the Holy grail. And here's the question from Eli best U S putters on this surface. So we can go back a couple of years. We can go back as far as you want. Let's go back to, I don't know, start of 2020 season. We'll do, oh, I might have to refresh. Uh, we'll do Bermuda grass, strokes game putting. Sam Burns, number one. Kevin Kisner, number two. Billy Horschel, number three. Xander, four. Scotty, five. Those are, again, just the Americans. Uh, Burns, Kisner, Horschel, Xander, Scotty. Would you say five, uh, four Americans and two international? I think that's what most people will do. Um, and I think that's fine. Five and one, if you're feeling frisky, I might, again, we're gonna have to wait and see. And I, I almost like that the pairings aren't out yet because there's more to talk about. When these pairings come out, it's gonna kind of play itself a little bit, right? Um, especially if some of the guys you really like are playing against other guys that you like. So I, I'm, I'm actually enjoying that the pairings are not out yet. That's gonna be ruined for me in 42 minutes. So I would say, I, as of right now, I'd really prefer to captain an international guy like Sungjae or even Adam Scott or Tom Kim and then just pile on Scheffler and JT and Morikawa and like Burns. Like stuff like I would like that. It's obviously going to be dictated on on what we see here in less than an hour, but um I almost like 5 and 1. And the one being an international captain. Uh, it says, what are out, what are your outrights this week? So, I mean, this is not your normal outrights week, right? So what I've done is uh, I already had an existing Team US to win at like minus 310. I got that a couple of weeks ago. Odds makers had not reacted yet to Cam Smith and um, Joaquin Neiman leaving. So I bet the US to win minus 310. I have bet... Tom Kim to be top international point scorer. 
I have bet the United States to lead after day one, which is alternate shot. If you look at the history of this event, it is just like, like my favorite bet, all things considered, is the United States to win day one. Um, it's a little tougher to swallow minus 700 or minus 750 for them to win this whole thing. They've been dominant in alternate shot. Think about who they might roll out in alt shot. JT and Spieth, awesome. Cantlay and Xander, phenomenal. Burns, I would run out Burns and Horschel, played well at Zurich, a lot of great stuff together. Then I'd pick anybody I want for Scotty Scheffler, and then I'd probably pick anybody that I want for Homa and Morikawa, right? Like, that's that's what I would do. It's just, that is going to be so hard to beat. So those are the those are my sizable investments here. Scott and Mito will pair and win, says Kevin 14. That'd be cool, right? Again, whoever whoever gets paired with Scott on Thursday, I think it might be Cam Davis, but anybody. Trevor Immelman, so historically, internationals, they've just put guys from the same country together, um, which there's a lot of reason behind that, camaraderie, trust, friendships, et cetera, et cetera. Trevor Immelman is a little more data-driven, I think. And he might just pair, like he might do a better job of pairing skill sets together. So I would not be surprised to see Pendrith not get Corey Connors. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Adam Scott not get Cam Davis. So if we get something off the wall, like a Mito Adam Scott pairing, now all of a sudden Mito's very valuable, right? One, because he's a great ball striker. He's probably the fifth best player on this team or sixth best player on this team, something like that. Great ball striker on a course that asks for ball striking and a chance to get hot with Adam Scott and play a lot. Like that would be really, really good. This is, these are like the good question. This is a really good question from Daniel because I, I, I do, and I have been focused a lot on opportunity all week, but it doesn't matter if you get five uh, sessions and you don't win any of them, right? So the question is, is there more value in an American who plays three three or four or an international who plays five? Um, I still think it's it's five because even losing, if you go look at the scoring system, even losing, as long as you don't get blown out five times, you know, if you can get two, two and a half points, keep it close in your other matches, it's enough to earn points, you know, win, win enough holes, um, have enough holes that the, the point values are still worth it. Even if you lose, when will we find out the matchups 38 minutes from right now? If you're listening live, do we need to avoid having pairing playing each other on day one? Um, I, I, I would avoid that, right? So the thing is we don't have enough of this format history to really say how, how bad it is. Like you can win GPP. You can probably win GPPs by playing guys that aren't going to play on Thursday and also playing guys that play against each other. It just narrows your path. Think about it. 20% of the opportunity, 20% of the available points are coming on Thursday. Now, if you roster somebody who does not play on Thursday, you have forfeited 20% of your possible opportunity. If you play someone who plays against another person in your lineup, you're not forfeiting 20% because if they have the match and they both win a lot back and forth, you could get away with that. So that's not as bad, 
but I would prefer to just build as many optimal lineups as possible. Same as the match play, right? You can screw up the match play and get lucky and still find a path to winning. It probably won't ever be optimal to do it that way. But I want to build as many optimal builds as I can, which would be all six of my golfers are going to play Thursday. They are not going to play against one another. And if I really want to get frisky, I will um, I will stack partnerships together. How much are you loving the Travis Matthew St. Andrews collection, says Andy? Uh, it's sick. Yeah, they've got a bunch of good hats. The only there's only one hat that I looked at and I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't make much sense to me. There was one hat that um it almost had like a floral thing. And I didn't, I, maybe I just don't know how that connected to the old course, but otherwise it's awesome. It's, it's so sick and everything they put out is the best. Travis Matthews, the only company I've seen that has the flex fit in the snapback, which is rare, but it works. I'm not really a big snapback guy. I prefer the flex fit, but they pull it off. Is there anyone's health that has you on the fence about them? Oof, I don't think so. Okay, so I guess the only real health concern would be Hideki, right? Who has, so again, I'll show you the show you the teams here. You know, Hideki's got, always seems to have that lingering neck, that lingering wrist. You know, those issues that you see MWD with or you see the videos from the, um, from the driving range where he takes a shot and he's like, you know, he's, he's doing one of these and it looks like it kind of hurt him outside of that. Um, I, you know, I've got like the tiniest bit of the tiniest bit of concern about Patrick Cantlay, not in the fact that he's injured, but I just think that they'll protect him if they, if they, if they need to, right. If you're, if you're up a bunch, you probably don't see Cantlay play both sessions on Saturday, um, give him a little bit of a rest. The, the other thing you don't want to happen if you are Davis Love the third, you don't want to send it's almost like an all-star game in um in another sport, like in the NBA. You don't want to send your guys back hurt, right? And you don't want to send these guys back to the PGA tour or back to whatever they're up to hurt. And I think you can protect Cantley. Outside of that, I don't have any injury concerns, right? I mean, am I I'm looking over these guys? I don't think there's any reason to be all that concerned about anybody. So Hideki and Cantlay, the tiniest bits, but outside of that, nothing. Uh, believe it or not, we are, I'm, I'm at the end of the questions. So I don't know if that is a, um, kind of just people aren't interested this week. They're not interested in a new format. There's a lot going on with football and like, I get it. I get it. So maybe we're, maybe we're done here. Um, I'll give it a couple more seconds. Let me see if there's just anything else that I want to talk about and I'll give it a, just a minute or two. I'll go on a couple minute rant here on things that I'm not sure we talked about. If any other questions come in, that's fine. Uh, if not, we can end it. Let me just see here. This was this what I I thought this was interesting. I broke up the um the strokes gain total or the strokes gain off the tee by players. You know, strokes gain off the tee is such a, a highly correlated stat this week. Uh, you can see Quail Hollow very very correlated to off the tee play. So I kind of broke this down. There are plenty of guys on the international team that really drive it well. Um, just not as many, right? Corey Connors, Taylor Pendrith, Sung Jae and Mito are all within the top eight or so of, of this field. You'll see there's a lot more Americans, but that it's not, it's not super overmatched, at least in that department. Um, there are a couple of other 
things to consider. You know, someone, and I think there was a question here. So Tom says, is Team US minus six and a half at plus 110 a good bet? So that would be what? Um, so there's 30 possible points, 23 to 17. Am I doing that right? So 2317 would be a push in that scenario, Tom. So you'd need 23 and a half. Am I, if, if I'm understanding that correctly, um, that, that seems like a lot to me. I, I'll tell you, you know, we have se- a, a 20 to 10, that would just be a drubbing, right? An absolute blowout. Um, and I also think, you know, there's, there's also this perception that the internationals are not going to win any match, which is crazy. And that they're not going to take any matches to the 18th hole, which is also crazy, right? These are very good guys. Match play is very, very volatile. I, I don't necessarily love that bet, Tom, because here's the other situation that you're going to run into. This is not football with key numbers. Um, this minus six and a half does not align with any incentive that the, that team USA has. And think about what happens if they clinch this thing on Sunday with six matches to go. And now those final six matches don't matter and everyone knows it. And it's just kind of like, you know, they cough it up and they give up a couple of points late. I do not necessarily like that. I would almost just rather lay it all, bet them to win, or I just, I just really don't like the way that aligns in golf. Can we take a, p- a look at past optimal lineup? So I think we've only had one President's Cup in which they've done captain's mode. Um, I'll have to dig it up and tweet it out. Same with the Ryder Cup. This is a fairly new format. Um, I'll have to look. Richard says, Rick, where'd you get that black Nevada hat? I believe it, well, I think it's from Shadow Creek, right? The one you're talking about has the, it's black. It has the white outline of uh, the state. And it has a, I think it has a star on it. Um, it's either from, it's either from the win or from Shadow Creek. I'll have to check. It's one of those. Can you explain the format specifically? Well, um, you should go back and watch the DFS preview on Monday, but in short, it's captain's mode. So you choose one player to be your captain. That golfer costs one and a half times more than their regular price and earns you one and a half times more than their regular points. And then uh, it's not based on birdies or anything like that. It's based on how many holes they win because it's match play. How many lineups are you planning on making? 50-ish. A lot of single entry, 23 max, 20 max stuff. Um, do you have to be crazy to do 150 lineups this week? <laughs> Probably. What's your favorite bet this week? U.S. to lead after day one. Is it dumb to have six non-partners in a lineup? No. Um, hold on a second. Minus six and a half would be 19 to 11. Well, that would be eight, right? So 18 and a half to 12 and a half. Oh yeah, eighteen and a half to twelve and a half would only be six. So to cover six, to cover minus six and a half, they'd have to get to nineteen to eleven. What did I say? Twenty three to seven? That's not right. Um, nineteen eleven wasn't the. That's obviously way better than what I was thinking. Twenty three points, but wasn't that wasn't the last Presidents Cup? Um, or the Ryder Cup was like 2010, right? And that was just an absolute blowout. So to think you're going to get that again, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. 
is it dumb to have six non-partners in a lineup? No, it's possible. It's just a little bit harder to predict. Um, I probably won't get three stacks of teams because I do think I do think you're gonna. We've seen his uh, more recently. Captains are willing to mix it up by format. Hey, these two are going to be good together in alternate shot. These two are going to be good together in best ball. So I'm not necessarily going to tie myself to three teams of two by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think that gives you a lot of upside. Um, it's not dumb to have six non-partners in a lineup, especially because they might end up being partnered together later, which would be interesting. Hmm. What I think I'd probably do is I, I think I would just... I think I'd also probably get my captain's partner because I think that gives you the most potential upside. Hmm. With this format, is each player getting points for DraftKings builds? With a with this format, how is each player getting points for that DraftKings build with a cat? I don't understand that question. I'm sorry. With the rough trim down, does off the tee mean as much though? Um, well, I mean, think about it. Off the tee is not just accuracy. It's also distance. So there is some part of that that is still uh, still counted. Even though the rough is shorter, which I completely agree with, 1.75 inches to start the week is like nothing. Um, that's still not going to be as good as playing out of the fairway. So even if we knock it down, a little bit. I mean, look at the correlation here. 0.521, it's massive. So even if we knock that down a little bit, it's still probably a top 10 off the tee course, right? What would you and Kyle Porter do shoot if it, you did alternate shot? Wow. Two seven handicaps doing alternate shot would probably shoot. Um, it's very hard. It's very, very hard. I would say if we broke 90, that would be good. I normally shoot in the low 80s. A couple times recently, I've shot in the upper 70s. Uh, eh, maybe if we sh if we broke 87 or 88, that would be pretty good. Alternate shots is very hard. It's very hard. What does a minus 70 odds in betting mean? Like, how much would I win if I place a hundred dollar bet? Um, if you place a hundred dollar bet on seven and a half to one, you'd get like fifteen dollars back. Is that right? Minus minus seven hundred would be uh, fourteen dollars is what you'd get back. <laughs> so you'd have to lay seven fifty to win a hundred. Is what that means. Lost in my club championship this past Sunday to a sixty-eight. Ooh, that's tough. With the exception of Scott, do you think reputation or momentum warrants internationals to play all five? Um, Momentum will definitely help, but there, I, I like. I think Sungjae's playing five. I'm almost positive Sungjae's playing five, and I also think Sungjae will be a massive captain. Right? I think a lot of people are going to captain Sungjae. If if not, they've how much credit are we giving to people? Right? Because we've seen now with multiple years of the match play, despite everyone banging the drum, don't build your lineups with two guys from the same pod, et cetera, et cetera. Every, they like 30% of the field still does it. How much credit are we giving people this week? It's a format we only see once a year. And apparently not that many people play it. 
So how much credit are we giving people? If we're giving people decent credit, Sungjae should be a heavy captain. If we're not, like I'm almost more apt to play Sungjae as my captain. Because I don't want to get into a situation where I captain Sungjae and he's like 35% captained, right? Like I just don't, I just can't. So if we don't give people enough credit, I'd much rather, I'd rather captain Sungjae and then find, I like, I'm not going to, I mean, I don't even know what, what's going to happen with these pairings, but if you captain Sungjae, had Tom Kim and then found four Americans and like different, um, like you, I wouldn't even have to go Cantlay and Xander, like, doesn't that feel like the greatest build you could put together? We'll see in a couple minutes, but um, kind of depends on how much credit we have. All right. Kind of out of where I kind of out of questions here. So here's what I'll say. I'll, I'll end it on this um, at 4 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday, because people are going to listen to this differently. If you're watching live, that's in 24 minutes. The pairings are going to come out. Use those pairings and use your brain, right? Um, don't necessarily uh, only choose guys that are playing together. Don't necessarily, I don't know, just be smart about it, right? Don't get guys playing against each other. Make sure you're playing guys that are going out on Thursday. Not sure it's all that all that rocket rocket science. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, have a great week. I'll talk to you guys next week. See ya.